0: This is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes, and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now, before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and VinCherry. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I love going global with our guests. This is Paris Matten and he is the general manager at Next in Health in Sydney and also a mentor on the amazing The Recruiters Mentor Project. Welcome to you today, Paris, how are you?
1: Good, thanks for having me, Alicia. I'm um, coming to you all live from Sydney, Australia. So it's currently 6.15 and looking dark and gloomy outside. But um, yeah, really excited to be a part of this.
0: As we record this, I'm just starting my day and you're finishing your day and you're I
1: know.
0: heading out of summer and we're heading into summer.
1: That's right. I can see the sunshine just um, in the background there coming through the
0: window. So. <laughs> so, it's so lovely to meet you. And we were actually supposed to do this recording a few months ago, but Paris sadly got COVID. So, and I'm obviously recovering from uh, from a very sore laryngitis episode. So, apologies if I sound a little bit squeaky, but we crack on very <laughs> Very nice for you to join us. For those who are not, not yet familiar with you, Paris, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes. So I'm obviously the general manager here at Next in Health. Uh, Next in Health is. Uh, six months um, old. Um, So we established ourselves back in October last year. Um, I myself have been in recruitment now for 12 years, um, going on nine of those 12 years in healthcare and uh, wellbeing. So um, for me, healthcare um, is my passion. um, And it stems from my close relationship that I have with my grandmother, um, who I adore very much. Um, And many years ago, um, thankfully, she's She's uh, mobile and still living at home. And, you know, for me, I looked at her a couple of years ago and thought if I ever had my grandmother going into a nursing home or an aged care facility, that I'd want the very best quality of staff in those facilities looking after her. And I think that's kind of transitioned into the work that I do and we've done along the years. Um, and, you know, so healthcare is something that's very close to my heart and um, I always strive to, to deliver the, the utmost um. Quality of, of recruitment
0: i love i absolutely love that actually why it's just you know you can argue with that and i think if as you're listening to this now ask yourself you know what that is for me when i set up my my recruitment business it's because the experience i'd had as a recruiter not but i was treated as a commodity and i promised myself yeah. why should that be the case so mine is not quite as quite well, as altruistic a job but you know the the, the it's a personal story and how, how is your grandma is she well
1: she's yeah she's well she's good she's um we just celebrated her 86th birthday oh. on Sunday so um yeah so we enjoyed that and um look I think it's it's definitely you know something that as you know as well you know recruiters from time to time whether they're first entering the sector in recruitment and they fall into a a certain sector of um, recruitment is you know the job was available at the time or I just kind of fell into it or was the next best thing Um, but I think for me you know I kind of got the opportunity to to step into healthcare recruitment many years ago and just develop that passion and that love for it and I'll continue to do it for the years to come.
0: I'm really pleased that you mentioned that, actually, because for a lot of our listeners who are possibly in the early stages of their recruitment career, and this was certainly the case with me, I, I certainly fell into engineering. You can choose a sector that is your passion. Absolutely, I genuinely yeah. think that, and it's a really you know cliche thing to say, but if you find a sector that you're passionate about, you won't feel like you're working as hard because you'll just right. you'll enjoy the conversations. So They'll be more meaningful, and yeah. I genuinely think that you know fundamentally recruitment is. Very similar, whatever sector you're in, because it's it's about dealing with a human journey. Whether that's, that's right. in drivers, whether it's placing people into care homes, whether it's placing recruiters, whether it's placing developers, you are the process to attract the candidate to a job and you know sell an EDP is is the same. So I think it's Absolutely. a really important point that you make. Well, thank you. But you you mentioned there that you, you launched your business in October 2021, which you were still, you know, we all know Australia had like the strictest lockdown. Oh um, uh, yeah. Why on earth would anybody do that? Why, tell us a little bit about how and why this came about. We briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with VinCherry, the recruitment operating system. VinCherry is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform, that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach, all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with VinCherry, because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincherry.io and remember to mention the Recruiter's Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat.
1: Um, well, firstly, I think there was no better time to open an agency or a business during, um, during a pandemic, a global pandemic. I think, um, you know, we had the opportunity um, to, to obviously open the doors um, during a really unsettling, unprecedented time. Um, But, you know, I always go back to the tagline of of Nike, which is just do it. Um, And for me, for many years, it was something that I wanted to do. You know, one day I wanted to have a, a piece of my own kind of agency where I was able to implement the ideas and the strategies that I felt was appropriate for a recruitment agency delivering quality Um, services. So, you know, for me, I had the opportunity with um, our parent company, which is People Infrastructure, um, formerly now known as uh, People In. So um, they are Australia's largest family of of, uh, recruitment brands, actually. So they currently have 25 recruitment agencies across four different verticals, including um, industrial, um, trades and services, IT, and obviously healthcare and community services. And for us, um, opening Next in Health, it was the first organic agency being a part of the people in portfolio. So, um, you know, I think there is no better time to do something than going ahead and doing it. You know, if you look at if you currently look at the um, the property market here in Australia, interest rates are all time low and people are kind of banging on about like, oh, it's too expensive to put a deposit down. And, you know, if, if, if you truly want something, you'll make it work. And I think no better time now to, to open up an agency or to go for it. Um, so definitely, you know, it was tough um, opening during a pandemic, but we had low risks. You know, there was a lot of people out there that were kind of umming and ahhing of what they're going to be doing in their organization and, you know, what their for- workforce looked like. Um, we had a little bit of time up our sleeves as well during that pandemic uh, because decisions weren't being made as quickly either. Um, so it allow, allowed us to kind of develop and build rapport with clients, um, but also to get our name out in the industry. And we did we did that really successfully early on. Um, we launched in October and, you know, by the end of November, we had over 7,000 views on our website. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> it's, um, you know, I guess the lessons I learned out of opening an agency during a pandemic, um, is go for it, do it. You know, if you've got it up your mind,
0: go for it. I was just going to say, I mean, obviously, hopefully we won't still be in a pandemic when this is no. uh, when this is shared across our podcast. But, you know, even if you're dipping into this in the future as well, obviously it should be an evergreen episode. I think it's really invaluable advice. And I think as you get older and you sort of look back, you think you, the only things you should ever regret in life are things that maybe you didn't do rather than things you did do. Um, and who if you follow some, you know, amazing influencers and thought leaders on on LinkedIn and, and Instagram and, and Twitter, you'll see that what they share about mindset, which I know we're gonna come on to, is that, you know, you the only thing you ever learn from is when you've tried something, it's maybe not work. But going for it, taking that step forward. And you're right. I mean, you know, just do it. But I think we've got to be mindful that if somebody is listening to this where they're thinking, you know, I've been in recruitment for a few years, I'm thinking about doing it commercially and financially, people might not feel that they're in a position to do so. But, you know, potentially go and look at, you know, an investment company like, you know, maybe not people in, but think about the people around you. Um, And I know we're going to come on to mentors as well, which I think, you know, from that perspective, you don't ever need to feel like a silo I think it's it's absolutely invaluable so that well that's amazing so you clearly I mean look I've, I'm getting to know you we've never really spoken yeah. about you before, but I'm, I feel like I know you because I watch you on LinkedIn all the time but you clearly have a really special mindset Paris so how much do you think your mindset has guaranteed the success of the early launch of your business but also just as a, as a human being
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, It stems from my early years um, or my teenage years playing semi-professional tennis. Um, So growing up, tennis was my everything. It was, you know, I was living, breathing it, sleeping tennis um, and left school at the age of 16 to pursue tennis full time. Unfortunately, tore my groin at the age of 21. And that put me out for about a year and got back into it, lost the motivation at that competitive level. It's tough. As you probably are aware, tennis is a really competitive sport, but it's a tough, It's tough to get to the top and unless you're in the top 100, 200, it's very challenging to make a living out of it or to really develop and, and, um, you know, last. So um, I made that tough decision at 22 to actually um, step away from professional sports and move into a into a long life career and chose recruitment because there was a lot of synergies that lined with tennis And recruitment, which is the competitive side, obviously we deal with competitors on a daily basis, which I might touch on that in a moment, but um, yeah, definitely the, the competitive side, but also, you know, tennis taught me never give up, you know, till the last moment or that last point, it's not over, you can still come back and win and there was many occasions across my tennis career where I was down and out down two sets to love and five four down match point against me and I came back and ended up winning three sets to two or whatever it was so I think I, I never really lost that that competitive edge or that desire to kind of succeed and win and I've brought that into my career across recruitment over the years where I don't give up until I achieve what I'm destined to do and I think that kind of trickled through the launch of Next in Health and um, you know the ongoing um I guess, tenacity in me to kind of keep going and pushing to strive for the very best. And, you know, it stems from our services that we deliver with our clients. When our clients are coming to us, whether it's on a retained or a contingent basis to say, this is what we're looking for. Are you able to assist? And we say, definitely we can. We provide some clear out timelines and realistic timelines, but we set out to achieve that goal, which is to place people into their roles. So, yeah, I think it comes... Probably from my tennis days, Rachel, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, I love that. But if you saw it, but it's actually a perfect analogy, isn't it? Really, because recruitment is Hmm. never one, it's not one set, it's the whole match. Um, And if I think of my day yesterday, my day started with an offer accepted in the morning and then an offer rejected in the afternoon. But then by the evening, I've got another candidate. And it's literally what you've just said there, it's literally a tennis match. Yeah. But yep. it, it absolutely, you know, I think generally speaking, people who play sports, whether it's at some professional level like yourself, or whether it's just from a you know recreational point of view, it's having that mindset to keep going, to be collaborative. You know, I know tennis is a silo sport, but I imagine yeah. part of the squad, you know, you supporting one another. You know, yep. it's actually a very good analogy for recruitment, isn't it? And that yep. you know, it's not about that one ball you just hit. It's about what we're going to do for the next ball. What we're going to do for the next shot. It's constant yep. thinking about you know and, and and being you know aware that it's not just about this next step it's about the one after that as well it's
1: consequence yeah, I think it's brilliant yeah. I
0: didn't know that you were semi professional tennis player. how how different your life would have been if you hadn't strained your groin That'd I know out. I would
1: have been over I probably would have been on the way to Wimbledon or oh next month God. to Wimbledon to start preparing so wow. there you go we could have done a podcast live at Wimbledon
0: yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit away from Wimbledon, but yeah, we could have done that. I'm sure we could have arranged some strawberries and cream along the way. No, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love that. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've already kind of sort of touched on the, on the subject that we're going to talk about next. And we do need to do a massive shout out to Pete Watson, who is absolutely. remarkable at what he did in 2020 by launching the Recruiters Mentor Project. So for anyone who isn't yet familiar with what that was and what that is, give us a little explanation.
1: Yeah, so obviously um, Pete, you know, um, initiated and started... Um, you know the recruiters mentors project um, for um, Australian you know recruitment owners um, leaders managers um, to mentor um, what we call mentees so up-and-coming recruiters in the industry people that are coming into the sector for the very first time or recruiters along the way that perhaps wants um, Um, reminders or some touch-ups on certain um, you know topics and and areas within recruitment Um, and I think Pete's uh, sitting around 100 105 mentors across Australia if not more now Um, and I think um, kind of explored that um, globally now and over in the UK and 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 New Zealand as well so um, you know I got the opportunity to put my hand in and Pete kind of turned around and said absolutely um and linked me up with a lovely mentee by the name of um Alicia there so in uh Melbourne and another girl by the name of Marley as well so Marley's in Melbourne, hey uh, in
0: Melbourne. say that again did you say her name is Alicia
1: no sorry I, Alicia her name's Marley in, in Melbourne yeah so um oh, that's so cool. yeah um so Marley's based in Melbourne. I'm in Sydney but you know, we have the opportunity once a month to link up and um, talk all things recruitment. Um, Marley's great because she'll come to me and sort of say, look, Paris, I recently had this experience with a client. is there, you know, is there a way that I could have done things differently next time? Or what could I have done that would have changed that outcome? Or, um, And we go through kind of several topics, whether it's terms of business, whether it's, uh, you know, client um, interaction, um, business development, um, candidate generation, marketing, whatever it may be. But we always come up with a new topic for the next conversation that we're going to have. Um, and it's been really rewarding you know for me I feel like I'm giving back to the sector um, but really trying to also break that stigma that we essentially have had over the years across the recruitment space Um, you know recruitment isn't all about your traditional um, salesman type you know kind of mentality Um, at the end of the day we're here to help people into life-changing opportunities elsewhere and and meaningful careers um, that they can have long term so For me, I wanted to give back to the sector uh, by offering, you know, my knowledge and experiences that I've developed and had over the years. I'm not an expert in any sense. I still learn each and every day from newbies coming into the sector and and that's what it's about. But, um, you know, if I can pass on what I've learned and experienced across the last 12 years in recruitment to someone that can hopefully help them, uh, then I feel as though I'm doing my job.
0: There's loads of amazing points and I'm going to try and remember all the ones that I want to pick up on. First of all, mentoring is not exclusive for people who are junior. You know, you could get mentored. In fact, yeah, I'm mentoring absolutely. somebody at the moment who is a manager, who's a leader yeah. in his business. So I think it's important to bear that in mind. So you've, you've covered a few points there in terms of advantage to you, the mentor you feel that mm. you're something back your imparting experience perhaps there's a, a a part of your brain that thinks i wish i'd had this when i was starting out in recruitment but l- let's be cynical for a moment because there are a lot of cynical recruiters listening i'm sure because i'm i'm actually one um yeah. why would they not get this within their leadership team within the business that they work for why would they not go to that person and say i need some support here on business development or on terms or whatever it might be why, why do you think you need an external mentor okay so I just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote-unquote modern recruiter, personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, HOXO have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now, they teach it all to you over an eight-week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID, and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you, and just quote the podcast, The Recruiter's Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat.
1: Yeah look, def- yeah, look, I think um, for a couple of reasons, I think that, you know, there's, there's definitely um, different sectors that you can definitely learn from as well and implement that into the sector or the area that you recruit across. I mean, you know, for, for us here at Next in Health, we've had the opportunity to work within one of our partner agencies, Halcyon Nights, which is an IT company um, here in Australia um and you know we've been able to work out of their office a couple of days a week. Um so do doing a bit of collaboration um within the group. Um but you know throughout our time in the office there we actually over whether it's eardropping or whatnot, hear of how IT recruitment is done, and it's very different to healthcare recruitment. So there's parts that we can potentially look at and say, right, that works well within IT. Let's let's implement that. Let's trial it in healthcare recruitment. So I think that goes around in both ways with a mentor and a mentee as well. But definitely, you still have the ability and that support from your direct manager or leader in the business that you work in. Um, but again, it's 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 the ability to kind of go outside of that and and see how else others recruit or or manage or whatever it may be
0: impartiality is really important and i think hmm. that's where to me looking at what mentorship means it you are getting an objective point of view because very yep. often if you go to somebody within your business there is a selfish subjective point of view we just want the fee it doesn't matter you yep. know get it done but actually, having an impartial external person, I totally agree about learning through osmosis and plagiarizing the best, yeah. methods, which is why, you know, when you're hiring in recruiters into your business, don't just take somebody that's working for a competitor, take somebody that's been doing agriculture recruitment or IT yeah. or driving recruitment, whatever it might be, because there will be something you can learn from each other. So that's right. So I think it's really, you know, invaluable. And I think, you know, clearly you enjoy it. It's something that you give back, it's, you know, it's your time you're giving for free. Um, What do you think the advantages are for the mentees then, you know, without sounding obvious, if they're, you know, if you're sat here now thinking, well, I want to get involved with this. What do you think that, what do you think it does in terms of propelling their career? Uh,
1: For the mentee? Mm. Yeah, look, I think, like I said there again, it's, it's the ability to have. Um, you know a second and third opinion out there um, sometimes as well mentees may not feel as comfortable in going to their direct manager or leader for whatever reason yeah um, so having that ability to go to a you know it's, it's almost like sometimes with with whether you've got siblings and you don't feel comfortable going to your mum or dad so you go to your brother or sister and say yeah. look I've had this situation arise um, what do I do or help me out here so you know, I think it's that, but also it's it's a, it's a it's enabling the the mentee to, um, you know, see kind of the bigger picture in recruitment, um, see that there is that ability to progress and have a meaningful career in recruitment and long life career in recruitment because there's so many areas recruitment can take your career down, um, whether that's internal, external, um, management, HR, um, you know. Um, so I think, you know, having that as well and having that ability to kind of um, link up with a mentor that perhaps has had that um, experience or years behind them to sort of show them and say, right, you know, this is a meaningful career, a long life career. Um, and these are the the options that you have. Um, and hopefully we can we can get you there.
0: I think I think as well. I mean, I, I, I've been mentoring for two years, which is absolutely remarkable. And I I love watching, you know, obviously we do it for 12 months. I don't know if it's the same idea, you do a 12-month project, mm. but releasing them and then seeing them absolutely, you know, enhance their career, you know, throw themselves into what they've been doing. But you get involved in other areas as well. You know, you're talking from a holistic point of view about areas of their life that it's not just work, it's not just what they're doing in their recruitment desk, it's other other aspects. Well certainly I get involved at that level. So I think it, it, there are so many distinct advantages, but I, I do just want to come back before we finish. I do just want to come back to a point that you made in that I think for, for new people coming into the recruitment sector, you are in an industry that is very mature. You know, it, it's multi-billion dollars, multi-billion pounds, wh- whichever part they the globe you be listening in. Um, but there are still a lot of people involved in our industry who fell into recruitment and possibly are still very cynical about what we do and that see it as a transactional thing. I absolutely subscribe to what Paris has said. What we do in our job is we change people's lives. That is what we do. We are there to help and support. We are not there just to make fees and make deals. We are there to transform people's lives in terms of the job seekers and to crucially assist our clients in achieving their business goals. And I think it's important that you find a company with a purpose and a value system that is about that. Because for me, that's what this is about. And for me, that's I think that's what you're saying, that mentoring is this yep. extra layer, ensuring that those are the sorts of recruiters we want to not only train and develop and, and mentor, but actually keep within the industry, because that's what will make it a much better regarded industry. Yep.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the thing, like, you know, I feel as though the modern recruiter, um, the, the, the meaning um, behind, a t- you know, a, a modern recruiter today is... Um, various kind of um, parts to it I think you know definitely a a good marketer how you market yourself out in the industry that you're in or the sector you're in Um, a career coach um, sometimes a psychologist Um, you know so there's there's a few parts to it to that kind of puts you put together to to find um, you know the modern day recruiter but definitely we're, we're there to change lives it's meaningful um, impacts that we're making. Um, you know, we're not. It's not a. It's a, a person is just not an object or a product, are they? So you know, there's a lot more meaning behind um, making a placement with a client because that candidate feels like they've found the right role. They've found the, the new organisation in which they're going into that is the right culture and all of the above. But definitely, um, it, it's a lot more rewarding for me. Um, you know, making that that person's uh, life-changing decision for for the better
0: definitely is an ecosystem and i think it's hmm. to, to you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking about who, which mentor do i want to approach who do I want to go to look at somebody that's got tenure look at somebody that's and i don't mean necessarily 20 years but someone that has got a significant period of time in a business because you will find that your candidate becomes your client you know and then they will recommend people to you that's what you're looking for that's the yep. mindset that we're talking about here and um, so we was, can't
1: teach experience can you lisha you can't teach the lot you know
0: we can yeah. we can we can give people our, our mistakes of what you can and can't do and that, that's the thing mentoring isn't about telling people what to do mentoring is about no. empowering people to know what what actions take when those things happen it's about you know challenging what you think might be the right way to do it and ensuring that they've got all the toolkit because that's what it's about it's enhancing the toolkit we're giving them the best tools on the market That's all been so invaluable, Paris. Have you enjoyed the podcast with us today?
1: I have, I have. Thank you so much for having me. It's, um, yeah, it's been an honour to come on to the the series and um, I'm glad that we finally got to kind of virtually meet face-to-face. We've kind of chatted on and off now for a while through LinkedIn and followed each other through each other's journeys. But yeah, really uh, fortunate to have been asked to come on. So thank you, Leisha, I really appreciate it.
0: I'm so glad that you dropped me that message it was last year. That's crazy. But yeah. thank you so much for joining us. You've, you've, I love what we've talked about today. And it's so nice to speak to a fellow recruiter who really wants to do something altruistic for our industry because we're privileged Absolutely. to do what we do. But thank you Absolutely. so much for joining us on the Recruiters. No, podcast.
1: no worries. Thank you. Cheers.